After making a line through the cargoless curved tween deck, where the bold steps of Lieutenant Chopper once rang out as he paced in incessant speculation, if not on a day in dock when the Lieutenant taught himself to manoeuvre on roller skates through the vastness of an unburdened mind. After entering the lower hold and breathing in the drunken spice of American rock elm, mingling with East Indian teak, still offering up their riches through the ages. After scrambling up the ladder, single file into the foxhall, sleeping quarters where the stagnant air still glooms with the aura of unquiet graves, after propelling yourself up the steep stairs with a rope banister sliding through deeply patinated brass eyelets and breaking light on the main deck where the vast ceiling of the sky greets you as you draw your body up out of its stoop. After gazing past the monkey hole and the masthead vane gleaming in the midday sun, and after following the taut lines of rigging that seemed to hold this whole puppet ship in suspense, guided or girded by that invisible will, though absent today, after listening to the slack sails worry around shrouded masts, ill at ease with the creaking repose of these uniform days. After marvelling at the mahogany ship's wheel raised up on the poop deck like a shrine to the goddess Fortuna, whose oaken words, however doubtful or wayward, once spoke through rudder and ropes to the fluent hands of the helmsman. After descending once more, this time into the throat of the master's saloon, panelled in maple with gilded carvings, whose splendour offsets the calculative rigour to be spied in the maps and astronomical charts covering the large centre table, above which a gimbal teeters for a steady drink. After taking the next set of steps onto the weather deck and continuing to the right, disembarking across the planks that gently flex under your weight, leading you to the relief of solid ground. You are met by a discreet wooden bench, once housed in the master's chapel, now repurposed as a recital room for salty sea shanties that have the power to bring tears to the wincing eyes of the lost souls clinging like barnacles to the bilge of this bobbing grove, where I invite you to cast your eyes into this brief squall. Let us now meet the crew. Anders Thomas Carlyle, 28, A.B. Gunner, Resolution 2nd and 3rd Voyage. A fine fellow until met head-on. Booty Manfred leads 15 captain's servant, punished for stealing Munden's shoes during his wake, died of dysentery, 4-3-1771. Chopper Jonathan Yorkshire, 41st Lieutenant, loved by all, though according to the cook it was a tryst led by a hand clad in iron. For weed, punished too many times to count. Ringleader stealing rum, two twelve, seventeen sixty nine.
Grome Jeb Leith 24, A.B., and quartermaster of a melancholic disposition, died 26, 5, 1771 of poisoning. Hamlin Frank Kent 42, carpenter's crew, died falling from the crow's nest after drinking too much stolen rum, 1-12-1769, as yet unpunished. Hardy Tubbs, London 33, boatswain's mate, A.B. and sailmaker, last seen at sea in a floating barrel of Hugger's own design. Though said to be unsinkable, he was lost among the waves. Hinton Daniel Stepney, 29, second lieutenant, known for his generosity and wise counsel. Hugger Richard London, 22, carpenter's mate and carpenter, 1508-1771, claimed by Four Weed to be the loveliest man alive. Oh. Hunt Paul, Edinburgh, 27, boatswain's mate and boatswain, punished 16 for 1769 for disobedience, punished again on 17 for 1769 for boasting of having enjoyed the tickle of soft hands whip. Jaffa Robert, ship's butcher, punished for poisoning Grown's soup by accident, died 26-6-1771. Janus Wind, London 22 AB, applied to Hinton for help January 1786 and received none. Jordan Samuel, Boatswain's servant and general mischief maker, punished for not putting things back in the right place. Deserted in the River Thames, 12th of September, 1771. Claimed by Jaffa to have been the right hand of the devil, though by Munden to have merely been the left. Munden Suggs, midshipman brother to surgeon, died 6-2-1771 under the scalpel. Moody Ham, London 40 AB, carpenter's crew, died 31-1771 after eating spoiled meat. Monk Oden, surgeon, lost an eye during an illegal game of pig in the pen, died Batavia of fever 11-1770. Nicholson, Sterling, Scotland 21, AB, punished for selling information about trading routes to the French, died 31-1771 in mysterious circumstances. Nowell Bryan, A.B., carpenter's crew and carpenter. The cook said he had a profound knowledge of the world, but had not the ounce to do with it. Orton Ornott, captain's clerk and juror until he had his ears cut during a drunken joke, 13-7-1769. Perry Wilson, 21, surgeon's mate and surgeon on death of monk, Swimming instructor, master knife sharpener, and general joker. Ravenhead Peter, Hull 49, sailmaker, punished for an untidy stitch. The cook said he was an old man about 70 or 80 and drunk every day. Died 27-1-1771. Reedling Kemp, 
Kinsale, 24, boatswain's mate, punished at Rio for not punishing others correctly. The cook said that he was a man who knew how to drink, died at sea from excess of rum, 28, 8, 17, 69. Sawney Padrick Midshipman disrated A.B., punished for claiming to not be able to kneel during prayer due to stiffness of the knees, but later witnessed liberally kicking a pig whilst absent from his post during watch. Deserted Batavia 25-12-1772. Smith Humbert to London 16 A.B., Midshipman and Master's Mate. First to land at Wolf Bay, assisted chopper in surveying, became post captain 1787, was Mrs. Chopper's cousin and lived with her for many years. Soft hand Jove, carpenter and master of the whip, died 12-8-1772, in unusual circumstances. Intimate an ally of Judge Wilby when alive, the cook was overheard saying he was a man much esteemed by me and every gentleman on board. Stepford Hubert, Falmouth, 28 AB, punished for refusing to eat fresh beef and for stealing potatoes in New Zealand, died at Wolf Bay, 1-5-17-70, of consumption. The cook said he never had a kind word for anyone but the animals. He loved them animals and sad they will be, he's gone. Thomas John, one-handed ship's cook, died 31-1. 1779, was said to be able to skin a pig in under three minutes. Wolf Archibald, Scotland, 38 AB, punished on Easter Island for stealing nails, died 32, 1771, buried in an open coffin. Marines, Dusty Thomas, private, punished, refusing to mop the deck after an illegal game of pig in the pen that resulted in bloodshed 16-9-17-68, died 25-1-17-71. E.G.G. John, sergeant, lieutenant of Marine Resolution's second voyage, known for a gentle heart encased in a hardened military exterior, Greenhorn William Private committed suicide overboard 26-3-1769, though he was said to have died of a broken heart. Rossiter Thomas Drummer, punished for stealing rum and stirring punch in his drum 2-12-1769, and for drunkenness and battery 21-2-1771. Trust love. Angus, corporal boyhood friend and sole companion of Greenhorn before their falling out in early 1769, died 24-1-1771, trampled by a bull in Saville. Willie Richard Private wrote to Hinton for help 23-8-1802, who gave him a word of advice. Webby Spinner Private Deserted Otaheite 9-7-1769 wrote to Hinton 1798 crippled by an accident and needed a pension died pensionless supernumeraries Holder Gareth 
1924, marine biologist and fellow of the incorporated Aquaria, Prevalence's voyage made him famous, became president of the Inc. 1778, to his death advisor to George Isle and a great patron of the natural sciences died 1820. Biscuit Peter, Hinton's servant and assistant since his Oxford days died of hypothermia. January 1771, a trunk full of diary jottings were later discovered and published, much to the consternation of Thomas the one-handed cook who found many of his chopper block tales served back up to him with too much garnish. Uh, Brush Alexander, artist, drowned off Funchal, learning to swim, 14-9-1768. Robot James, aged 26, Lincolnshire, Holder's servant and assistant, known as a man you could trust with your details but not one to trust with a drink, intimate acquaintance of Nicholson, Swindler Carl, 35, Newburgh naturalist, Hinton librarian, 1771 to 1782, Keeper Natural History Department at British Museum, 1773, known for his deft bargaining skills. And then there is me, Wilby, Spencer, 49, judge and also juror after Orton's drunken accident. Would have made a fine schoolmaster on land, according to the cook. Upon reading, Biscuit's diaries claimed that even 20 Wilbys wouldn't be enough to keep the ship of the soul on course. Found blindfolded and lashed to the main mast, 14, 8, 17, 72, flogged to death by an unknown hand or hands, though some of the crew cowering in the foxhail as the storm raged and howled like the furies unleashed claimed that only the hand of God could have exacted such punishment. No wake given.